Welcome to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Rondo Volano. And I'm your co-host, Matt Raddick. I have a confession to make this week, Matthew. What is that, Ron? I, Rondo Volano, on this day, maybe yesterday, or the day before, mm-hmm. there was a sale on the WWE shop. Oh, shit. And I, Rondo Volano purchased a Roman Reigns t-shirt. Wow. Wowie zowie. That is a big confession here. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, does that formalize Roman Reigns' heel turn, given that you, heel, heel co-host Ron Delvolano, have purchased Roman Reigns' television uh, t-shirt? No, I would, it, I would say that it, it sort of solidifies my reverse heel turn. I wouldn't say it's a face turn. Interesting. Because it'll okay. never be. But it's, uh, I'm doubling back on being a heel. Okay. I'm doubling down. Okay, by doubling back. Yourself. Here's what happened. Uh, this past weekend, there was a uh, the Bite of Seattle Festival yes. in Seattle Center. That's we true. talk about this a lot, festivals mm, yes. in our neighborhood. They are every other weekend in mm-hmm. the summer, and it is a nightmare. Sometimes it's real fun. usually delightful. It was delightful. Bite of Seattle was great. Oh, yeah, it was great. We got a lot of free food. I got some wild boar juice. Wild boar juice? Yeah. You know, that gravy I got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, for your dog. dog. For my dog. I got you kangaroo gravy, too. I had to put the kangaroo gravy back. I couldn't I couldn't take that home. Ah, that's too bad. Uh, I had to say good day to the... to the, the Well done. I had to say... Did you say that to the lady? Put another shrimp on the bobby. No, apparently that there wasn't... Did you say get in the car? <laughs> I said, What's, where's the car? The, apparently one of those people was uh, Australian, but the person I spoke to was not Australian. We've really buried the. We've really lost the thread here. We've we've lost the plot. I I made it my mission to try every every uh, gyro mm. gyro, if you will. Yeah, uh, gyro Zero. is incorrect. Yes, uh, gyro, if you want. Is it better please. to purposely just go it completely wrong rather than just like try and fail? I I mean no. Hmm. Well, I guess if if you're just leaning into it and saying I don't know how to say this word, yeah, right. So it's I'm gonna call it a goro. This was that was my. Constance. Can I have a goro? <laughs> Do you have any spare goros around? Isn't that the the Mortal Kombat that guy is. with the many arms? It is the man with many arms. The man with many arms, goro. goro that was my, my dilemma in Europe was do I just do I try and sound French with my with my uh, two years of French class homie. that I barely uh, paid, paid attention to, or do I just lean in and say uh, Can I have a crescent? <laughs> Can I have a crescent yeah, roll? Just lean into your Midwestern accent. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I made it my mission to try every uh, every euro that they had, okay. and some were better than others. Which... What was your favorite? Was it the one you had on the first day or the last day? Because uh, I know it wasn't the second day. Uh, no, the second day was terrible. It was the one I had on the first day. Wow. It was, wow. Um, the meat was good. It was tender. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a meat. little too much sauce on mm. it. But the one I had on the second day, the bread was a little dry. Mm. The meat was even drier. Mm. It... Just didn't work out for the me. Meat was drier than the bread. That's just untenable. But let me tell you a story about me buying a Roman Reigns t-shirt. Yes, yes. Let's get back to that. So on this day, on this uh, this glorious Rusev day during Bite of Seattle, mm-hmm. I was wearing my Elias shirt. Naturally. Uh, congratulations to Elias, who released his four-song EP, Walk really? with Elias, by the way. Really a gem. We'll get to that. Uh, I was wearing my Elias shirt, and a, a, young, a young woman, probably a teenager, probably mm-hmm. probably a middle school age maybe a tweenager you saw them i didn't i have no i have no frame of reference right i did not see this person well i I was standing in line to get a free bag of chips and she walked up to me and she got real close and she said i like your shirt i also watch wwe Mm -hmm. and i said oh uh (laughs) who's your favorite wrestler 
And then she said, I really like Finn Balor. I literally like Roman Reigns. I really like... And then her mom came up and said, you got to say Seth freaking Rollins. And I was like, all right, Seth freaking Rollins too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, it was it was a moment for me where I realized that wrestling is not for me or for adults. <laughs> okay, okay. It is, it is for the kids. And, yes, yes. And as much as I enjoy Elias mm-hmm. and as much as I enjoy the Shinsuke heel turn and mm. Kevin Owens and all my favorite heels, mm-hmm. I realize that it is important as an adult who is participating in this thing that is essentially entertainment for children. Yes. It is important to support the good guys because that's mm-hmm. who the kids actually like yeah yeah well it, it plays into that like the the uh, i don't know complicity the 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 social contract that you right. engage in a live show that i've talked about exactly we, we talked about this and i uh i'm i'm leaning into that and i'm agreeing but i also just like the idea of i i can be at a place and an adult can see me wearing a roman rain shirt and be sure. like and scoff at me and i can just think well that guy might be kind of a dick mm-hmm. but also there might be a child nearby who sees the roman rain shirt and says hey i love roman reigns roman reigns is a real cool good guy yeah right which uh i'm not a huge roman reigns fan yeah we've right. talked about this I'm, mm-hmm. I'm lukewarm on him but i'm glad to wear a roman reigns shirt so that the children will know that I like the dumb thing that they like, yeah, and uh, and I don't just look like a bad guy. Yeah, I think that's that's really sound logic. You've you're now convincing me that maybe I should buy a Roman Reigns T-shirt. Because well, the other thing that I'm thinking about is it would be a great way to weed out wrestling fans that I don't want to talk to. Yeah, that's the other thing. Who take everything way too seriously and are far too cynical and don't want to just enjoy the damn product. Because no one's gonna too sweet me if I'm wearing a Roman Reigns T-shirt. They're just gonna be like, duh, look at that guy, and I'm gonna go. See you never, because yep. I don't want to talk to you anyway. I mean, I'm I'm happy to have a conversation about how poorly booked Roman Reigns is and right. how the right. WWE is making a mistake with what they're doing with him and all this kind of stuff. But out in public, I don't want to be a guy who's shouting about how Roman Reigns sucks mm-hmm. and uh, how how he's being pushed down your throat and all that kind of yeah, all that right. kind of fun stuff. Yeah, all that all that good good time good time fun. So I did it for the kids. Do it for the kids. That's there great. Was, and there was a sale. It was fifty percent off. Wow, that's good. Now, did you get the unleash the big dog shirt so that you can also make a good penis joke? Ah, uh, no, I didn't. See, the other thing is, I wanted it to be recognizable. Okay. Okay. Because oh, ha- so you got the Roman Reigns American flag shirt? Yes, I did. Did and you I get actually the I... Roman Reigns tank top? Did you get the Roman Reigns muscle shirt? Did you get the Roman Reigns chew toy? Did you get the Roman Reigns sunglasses? Did you I almost get bought the... a hoodie. Okay. The sporty hoodie, because that's yeah. a good sale, actually. That was a nice and hoodie. Also, a pretty pretty good design, I gotta say. I know, I like that one. Did no. you get the Roman Reigns? It's my yard, black and red replica vest. I did not, because I would really close commend second you for that. <laughs> close second. Uh, I got. I actually, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, I assume you're looking at the page right now. You. It is the correct. oldest shirt, and it's just sort of three outlines of Roman Reigns, like superimposed over his, uh-huh, uh-huh. itself and it's like silhouettes of him doing the superman yeah. punch just the it's my yard one on the back it says it's my yard on the back and the front is just a silhouette of roman reigns it was the least gaudy i mm. figured i could wear a hoodie or like a a jacket or something you don't have to see the stupid back yeah uh but i wanted it to be recognizable because i have a really good shinsuke shirt yep. but unless you stop to read it you don't know that it's a shinsuke shirt sure my sure. elias shirt though has a giant picture of Elias right on the front of it. Very, very recognizable. So I get comments when I'm wearing my Elias shirt, mm-hmm. but not my, not my Shinsuke my, shirt. Not your good Shinsuke Figured shirt. this is this is a good way to connect with with the kids, with the people who love the product. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the real people. My partner told me I should have told that girl about the podcast, but then I said, we spent a significant amount of time talking about Jeff Hardy's <laughs> penis in the last episode, <laughs> so I don't think I should have because she was definitely a child. Yeah, I think you made I think you made the right call there. You were telling me this story, and I was like, like oh yeah, you, you should have told them about the podcast, and then as soon as you re- revealed that they were like a middle schooler, I said, no, 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 no. No, That's no, no, no. That can't happen, not at all. Uh, I also got a lot of compliments on my Yu Yu Hakusho shirt this wow. weekend, which was real cool. Yeah, you're just uh, you, you, I mean, really your your attire is just it's for the children. You're oh, currently definitely. wearing a Nintendo shirt as well. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> for the children, Rondell. For the children, I do it for the kids. Yeah, they call me Mr. Glass. Cool. I think I've made that reference before. I and think I you think, have, and I think you've still haven't seen unbreakable no actually uh, well <laughs> it's funny because i just saw the trailer for the for, for the new, glass for glass yeah which is about mr glass and that was the thing i was going to bring up is like you like that movie right that movie that i haven't seen unbreakable uh, i do like unbreakable i haven't seen the other one which is split, split i believe yeah. and uh i haven't seen glass because it it's not out yet yes that's a good did you see the trailer for it i did does it intrigue you for the movie um it made me a little confused. Okay, sure. it's not a very exciting trailer, but that's that's, a, that's, that's kind of the cool thing about Unbreakable. It's it's not a very exciting movie, but mm. it's it has a lot of interesting concepts in it. Okay, it's okay. a superhero movie that isn't really uh, like an action packed superhero movie. Sure, I did see the trailer for the new Godzilla flick. I was gonna say, now, should gonna we spend, spend some time? The next, we're gonna spend the entire some time. podcast talking about this because it looks it looks fucking incredible, and I cannot wait. That's all I got to say about it. I also have to say that uh, I am unbelievably excited that Kyle Chandler is in that in that movie because, and he has also he also has a southern drawl in whatever character he's playing. He looks like he's some sort of head of a team, and I am just really hoping that I get a wonderful Friday Night Lights monologue in the middle of my Godzilla movie. There's got to be at least a reference, right? Like I just want him to say like clear eyes, full hearts, Godzilla. Godzilla. (laughs) That's all. That's all I dream of. Uh. Let's talk about the actual wrestling news. I I, I mentioned uh, Elias actually dropped an album. He did. He we, did indeed. We talked about it last week. Didn't know if it was real, but Walk With Elias. It sure is real. It's real. A four song, I'd call it an EP. Yeah. And it is available on iTunes, Spotify, and apparently at live shows. Oh, really? Yeah. They have a compact disc, I'm guessing they have a $20 four-track mm-hmm. compact disc, mm-hmm. but if it was on vinyl, if I, this was I, like a 7-inch or a 10-inch, right. Right. I'd probably buy that. I'd be all for it. I mean, I, I do own a The Devil Wears Prada 10-inch record, so why would I not buy a Walk With Elias 10-inch record? Yeah. You could do better. <laughs> it's a very um, good record. So we listened to it before we recorded. We uh, do we have any... Should we... Should we do a review, I guess? I don't, uh, you know, it's, uh, this is, what's, uh, it's like a, like a first reaction kind of thing, right? Right. I've, I've only, I didn't even get through all of, all of, all of, all of the songs. This is our new web show. This is our new YouTube series, The Elbow Drop, where we review music related (laughs) or wrestling related music. The Elbow Drop. Wait. This is actually a good idea. Isn't it? <laughs> it's very good. Except there's a very limited amount of stuff. I guess unless we did like walkout songs. Yeah, no. I mean, there's also like there I mean there is a kind there of a are lot albums, of albums, I know. Of w music stuff. I could ha- play you The Rock's Pie. It's a great song. The Rock's Pie? Mhm. It's a song called Pie. Not The Rock's Pie. It's well, not I called mean, The Rock's Pie. No, no, no. The song is called Pie, pie by, the, by Rock. the Rock. The Rock had a whole like musical like that was a thing for for a while. Yeah. There's Kurt Angle singing Jimmy Crack Corn. 
that's a great that's a great musical moment. Yeah, I don't there's care. There's Jeff Jarrett. There's uh there's there's lots of other people. Anyway, let's talk about Walk with Elias briefly. Uh, to give a very br- brief review of it, I was pleasantly surprised with the production value that yeah, went to absolutely. it and the seriousness of the music. Uh, but they retained a good amount of humor in the in the lyrics. And the I, lyrics I are one hundred percent a joke. It's yeah. it's all humorous. But yeah, the the quality of it mm-hmm. is very good. It is real, real actual music. I I feared that they were just going to take some of his live recordings and put it on an album and say, "Here you go, give us sure. money for right, this." Right. But they but I mean also put them in like, a studio. Yeah, like like a a twenty song album that is just a different song about every city he's been into, like. That would have been kind of incredible. That would have well. been pretty cool. That would have been nice. Um, but yeah, I also was... Uh, th- so they start the album with him saying, you know, there's a guitar strum and he says, hello, I am Elias, or whatever he usually sure. says. Uh, I was... I, I That sounded very different. His voice there sounded very different than him singing on the rest of the record. And I feel like we've never really actually heard him sing. So I don't know how much is really him or how much is is like auto-tuned or something like that so i'm kind of I'm, I'm a little curious about that mm. i i feel like when he sings live it's not bad no i wouldn't say it's bad by any means but it just sounded a little bit uh, more controlled than oh it's it's does. very produced it yeah. sounds very much like a man in a studio singing over music sure. rather than a man sure. playing guitar and singing to it in front of a live audience and all that and all that jazz absolutely yeah but it's good. I'm I'm going to spend some more time with it. I think everybody should spend some more time with it. It's a good. It's a little. It's a good little hoot. It got up to like 16 on the iTunes charts. They Which were is wild. About. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's uh, the biggest thing that happened on Raw this week. That is probably the biggest thing that happened on Raw. The way that they talked about this on Raw was really, really beautiful. I don't know if you if you caught this in looking at the YouTube videos, but he. Uh, came out to perform like half a dozen times and then just kept getting cut off by someone's entrance music. And he was just like, he just kept getting like increasingly frustrated about like, this is supposed to be my moment. I have a bit, today is a big day for me. Like my album is really successful, all this kind of stuff. And then he just like increasingly does not get a chance to talk about it. And then finally, right before the the last match of the night, he, he goes out there and he's playing for a little bit and then he gets cut off by Kurt Angle's music and he's just like furious. And he's like, ah, what? I can't believe this is happening to me again and Chris just like no 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 I'm not trying to cut you off I'm trying to say hey you got some time in the spotlight enjoy it and he lets Elias play for a while and then Elias is finally just like you know what y'all aren't worth it you can go listen to it on iTunes and like stop us playing songs and all that. it was it no was I, d- I think I just saw the last part on on I on YouTube yeah. where he uh tells the audience to to go download his album exactly yeah he then also does end up getting cut off by Bobby Lashley as well so so there's that uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley and Roman had a match. Good old Bob Lashley to, and good old uh, Roman Reigns. To my my new my new favorite wrestler, Roman mm-hmm. Reigns, mm-hmm. and Bob Lashley. They had a match to see who would get to face Brock Lesnar at the uh, the SummerSlam. They sure did. They sure did. Now I don't. I, I Should we my, just do it now? I put my foot firmly just in my do mouth it now? last week. I don't want. You want to just do wanna, it now, Matt? I don't want to. It's this is your thing. This is your bit. I don't want to step on it. Okay, uh, you're editing this week, right? Yeah. So you do. You, do you need me to send you the updated MP3 for the um, theme song? I, if if you've made any changes, yeah. I, I don't think I've got the newest okay. file. Okay. Uh, okay. No, I just I just exported it at a higher quality. But oh, I can, cool. Um, I'll send it to you if you want to just drop it in. Give it a three, two, one. Welcome to Brock Spotting, your weekly update on all things WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. This week, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns had a match against each other 
to see who would face Brock at SummerSlam for the Universal title. And the winner was... Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, Your favorite mind. Who could have possibly seen this coming? The uncrowned king. The uncrowned uncrowned universal champion, Woman Reigns. The uncrowned dog. Has another opportunity. He's he's unleashed. He's unleashed. He has truly been unleashed. He's going to unleash the big dog. So Roman is going to face Brock at SummerSlam. There is rumor that Brock will be showing up to Raw next week. Apparently, Kurt said that. Yeah, a confirmed thing or confirmed with jason i don't know i mean like they say he's going to be places and then he's not places i do have one more piece of news about brock lesnar do tell which is kind of bad news potentially Uh-oh. for the universal title okay all right so our good friend daniel Cormier, mm. the uh current ufc heavyweight champion Frenchman. or something yeah he had, he recently won a title um, he said that his next match, his last match, is going to be against Brock Lesnar. Oh, right? Boy. Interesting. Okay. Well, he said that a couple yeah, weeks ago. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this week, he clarified. Uh-oh. What he actually meant that is that Brock Lesnar will be his last fight, but he'll have another one before that. Uh-oh. Because Brock won't be cleared until 2019. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Which means that if Brock isn't cleared for UFC... He might still be around WWE for a little while. Yeah, that is true. That, yeah. Hmm, that could be a little bit of a swerve. Just, and we'll something, get... just something to choke on for a while. Choke on, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar part... 12? Two, three, four, five? Uh, so, I don't know. And then we'll get the sixth or, and final installment at WrestleMania. There it is. Well, I get, wait. Did, uh, I think I've heard that he'll be cleared in like January, so it could be like early 2019. But I mean, the thing could is, could be is, Australia. <clears throat> could be Australia. There's always Australia, as we say. There's, there's, there's always Australia. There's always kangaroo gravy in Australia. There's always kangaroo gravy in the car. <laughs> in the car. Uh, there's probably no sense in trying to predict what the fuck is going to happen here because they've they've. They've effectively, effectively, finally made me feel like I have no idea what the heck they're gonna do. But not because it's like an interesting plot, but but just because like there's so much like shady, not even shady, but just like wheeling and dealing going on in in the behind the scenes that I have no idea when he's gonna drop one title and, and pick up the other or or anything like. I that. still believe that this is going to turn into a triple threat with Braun Strowman. I still think that Bobby Lashley is gonna get involved in some way. Do you think it's going to be a fatal four threat? It is possible that it could be a fatal four threat and a fatal foreskin. A fatal foreskin. I think it could it's going to be a a triple threat. Okay. And then I think there's going to be a winner and then I think Braun is going to cash in or something like that. Who do you think the winner is going to be? Do you think they're going to put it on Bobby for like a minute? 30 seconds, that would be hilarious. I think just to, that just to they, spit in Roman's face. I think that they're gonna put it on Roman to try and get the 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 stink off of him. And they're like, maybe if we if we have him like immediately lose to Braun, people will still kind of feel bad for him, even though everybody loves Braun. Or maybe just maybe Brock will win, and then Braun will beat him. I'd, be, I'd watch that. I would, I, that I would be into it. That's hey, maybe the most interesting. Any of these, I'd probably watch. Yeah, sure. Any of these. I'll be forced to watch. Uh, so no other news from Raw, right? No, no, no nothing, nothing no, too big. No big announcements or anything. Then let me just check my notes here. Just uh, oh, well, there was that thing. There was that thing at the beginning of the show. 
Oh, what, you mean with Stephanie when she talked to Kevin Owens? Uh, no, I think it was a little, a little before, before that even. Uh, she was talking to to her dad actually. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, right, and right, she was, right, you know, right, 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 right. Yeah. talking near her husband. Right, 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 right. There was a big. There was kind of a big announcement. Triple H had a tear in his eye. He did. He, he got a little choked. He got up. a little. He got a little emotional. We heard news that he Stephanie... was patting himself on the back so hard that yeah. he he actually tore his rotator cuff and oh, it boy. started to make him cry. Uh, we heard news that Stephanie was going to show up on Raw this week with. Some a big announcement. Some big news. I thought for sure it's that Hulk was coming back, Oof. baby. I mean, I mean, as soon as they were like Stephanie is a big announcement, it's like okay, this is something okay. related to the women, right? That's what, or just the business, or just the business. I or mean, she's Triple taken H over, but now and she's taken over. What if she announced that Vince was dead? <laughs> That'd be crazy. They waited like six days to like deliver the news just so they could they announce it the show. live on Raw. That would be the kind of the most WWE thing to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what, I think the only he... time Vince McMahon will ever die is like immediately after a WrestleMania. Like he's just like, my my work here is done. No, he's going to die in the ring. It's it's as soon as they put the title on, on Roman, then he'll, he'll just <laughs> he will die. die. Happy man. He'll just ascend. The moment Roman gets cheers, Vince will, will perish. Uh, what my do work you, here um... is done. Maybe that's what they got to do. Maybe Roman has to kill Vince in the ring. It has to be oh, a match God. between Vince McMahon and Roman Reigns. Maybe. And Roman has to kill him. Maybe the whole thing is the only reason they're bringing back Hulk is to get a big enough heel, a bad enough heel, that, that not even the smarkiest smart fans could possibly cheer for him in place of Roman. Yeah, right. The smarky smart fans love Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I was thinking, not not to tread too much on Hulk Hogan again, but uh, let's tread all over. Let's, Hulk Hogan. I mean, let's tread all over his dumb his dumb sausage body, his dumb hot dog skin. Um, I, I was thinking about it like to to expect WWE to be an authority on on racism and racial justice sure is a little bit of a i would tall say ask. they are an authority on racism uh, i would say that they have they do have a long history of racism um but like to to i don't like i don't know that they ever even initially like were like we banned hulk from the hall of fame because he is a racist like i think they were just like his 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 general misconduct and for them to like make a hardline stance against racism would also require them to like look back at their whole history and be like yeah yeah we fucked up we f- we fucked up in a big way and oh, if we for know sure. if we know any and like this i guess kind of ties into this week's announcement too like if we know anything about the wwe they do not like to take a good long look a good hard look at at their past and at their history and acknowledge it in any kind of meaningful way uh, they just want to to do cool shit and get and get praise for it. So to like speak again, like it, it was it was thinking about like what the WWE or I'm sorry, what the New Day was saying about like putting Hulk back in the in the Hall of Fame and right. like having the WWE acknowledge that and stuff like that. Like it's it's a made up sports league making made up decisions about made up matches to who to see who gets in a made up Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and like none of that matters. And also to expect this organization to like have great politics too is just like it's not gonna happen like it, it, it it's it's not here. well 
What what's the course correction? What what did Stephanie announce? Stephanie did well. Yeah, I don't think this is necessarily a course correction Slight from that in the but, mildest kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Um, the big announcement that Stephanie made is that there is going to be the first ever women's only pay per view in October, and it will be called the WWE Evolution. Beautiful, beautiful. The Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the NXT Women's Championship will all be defended as well as the finals of the second annual May Young Classic. Oh, awesome. I forgot yeah. they were doing that. Yeah. So that's really cool. They've been slowly but surely announcing people in that. And uh, one of the people that is in it is a woman named, who went by Caitlin, uh, in, in her time in the WWE. She was in WWE for a while. She was pretty great. Then she left. Uh, and now she's coming back, which is which is really exciting. I'm excited to see her back in the ring. Caitlin? Caitlin. That's it? That's it. Okay. It was a different time. <laughs> it was before w- women in WWE really had last names. Was she like a like an old-timey wrestler? Like a classic kind of? No. Like an Attitude Era? No, not that old. She was like, like I'm going to say like early early aughts. Early to late aughts. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to guess. Was, when was Mickey James around? Uh, I think around the same time. They worked. They okay. almost certainly worked together. Um, Caitlin went on to do like, she like started like a, a, a fitness clothing brand and I think did like personal training work and stuff like that. Um, and then Mickey like went and did TNA and, and stuff like that. Nice. Every time. <laughs> the, the, the interesting thing though, is that like most people on the internet were expecting this announcement to be that they were starting a WWE women's tag team division, which, is which they might about. though. I, yeah. That's the thing is like, I think that there's still time. And, uh, Stephanie actually like acknowledged that in an interview this week. Um, I forget what the source was. I just, you know, saw the headline and read the little like clip from her. Um, but she said that, like, basically, we hear our fans loud and clear. We know that this is something that they're clamoring for, uh, but we're just not ready to to do that just yet. And, I, like, I was kind of looking at, like, what's going on in WWE and, you know, like, seeing the matches that they were having and stuff like that. And it, it feels like they are getting close to that. Like, the Iconics, you know, they're a tag team. Sure. Plain and simple. It seems like the direction that they're going with Bailey and Sasha oh, is now sure. just to make them a tag that. team. Like they're which, totally fine. friends again, all of a sudden. Yeah, and now and they're not a tag lovers, team. and I'm they're very disappointed. I'm so huh? disappointed. I mean, again, I don't know why I'm expecting good things to happen from WWE. Good progressive media. Uh, but congrats to the WWE, to the women of the WWE. I'm very excited for this. Yeah, it should be a. Re- it's going to be an interesting and also really, really cool event. Like yeah. the weird thing about it is that it kind of has no precedence in that. Like, I don't think that there's ever been like a, you know, a, an all men pay per view that was like formally declared that. I'm I'm sure that there were hmm. you know like Oh you're one of those guys, huh? Well no I am just like hey, where's the old men where's no, the old men no, pay per view? No no no, 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 no. don't you Matt's don't an you internet guy. Me in with those people Ooh, you fuck. Matt's an internet guy, huh? Uh, no I'm just saying like talk the, about a heel turn. Okay, all right. Hey I know this hot dog man who you might be real into. <laughs> you gotta keep going with this. Uh, only if you want me to. What do you What do you got? What's your uh, cool argument here, Matt? I'm just like that. There, there hasn't been an event like this to like compare it to, and so it's hard to sort of figure out how this fits in with everything else. Like, is all of Raw programming like the month leading up to Evolution? Is it going to be all just women's wrestling all the time? Like, the way that we're going right now is we're we're building towards SummerSlam, and there's you know men's and women's events at this thing, and so it's going to be you know all sure. stories towards that like are we actually going to sort of put the men on the on the sidelines and 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 really let you know the these women focus stories like i I was actually thinking about this too like is this going to be the only pay-per-view in october or is this going to be 
uh, just sort of a, like a secondary pay per view where it's right. also happening, but oh, there's still the like Australia a mainline. thing is happening in in October too. Actually. Is that also October? Yeah, so gotcha. they're probably doing like two quote unquote pay per views. Well, in one month. Interesting. To answer your question of when the last all men's pay per view was, it was three months ago in Saudi Arabia. Ah, yikes! That yeah. is a very good point. I mean, it I wasn't advertised as all as men, such, yeah. but it was Oof. all men. Oof! That is that is interesting. I mean, the the other thing is just that the, like the there is no precedence for like an for an NXT and WWE co branded. Oh no, sure pay per view, which is the other sort of weird thing about it i mean it's cool it's super cool but like it's just i again i'm just like not i'm curious to see how it fits into the greater storylines and i i understand that that they're telling i'm not Hmm. i'm not a hot dog man well you are a guy on the internet well are you not that is true your man producing content on the internet (laughs) asking questions i am a man podcast so you're just a white guy yes precisely we all got one Um, what, what else happened? Uh, there were some other announcements on Raw this week. There was not a ton of development in, uh, in women's wrestling other than this big announcement. Uh, Mickey James had a match against Natalia that, uh, that she won thanks to Alexa getting involved a little bit. Yeah. Mickey James was wearing like a, like a fucking power suit. Did yeah. you see that? It was really interesting. It was has a uh, lot of like, war- she like, she wears everything from like Canadian tuxedos to like power suits like this. Right. Yeah. She looked, it was like, like Saiyan adjacent armor. Yeah. She looked like a big bad Beetleborg or something. Yeah. Like it was strange. It, it was very bizarre. She did look like something out of a, out of a bad anime mm-hmm. uh, for no reason. Cause sometimes she dresses like a, uh, like a normal human being, like a normal human being, or like a like a lady that you'd find on a farm mm-hmm. in like a in like a teen drama, true, true. not like somebody who actually lives on a farm, but kind of <laughs> dressed like somebody who a teen would want, like a sexy older lady to be dressed like on a farm. Sure, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I'll, draw, I'll draw you a picture later. Okay, cool. I'll show you my I'll show you my portfolio later. <laughs> Oh, uh, there was there was more development with the women's division on SmackDown, I'd say. That is true. Um, yes, there was there was some interesting stuff. We had Becky and Carmella had a match, uh, and if Becky won, she was going to she was going to get to face Carmella at SummerSlam for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Kind of a silly silly way to earn that. Yeah, man. I mean. They've done it before. There's there's precedence for it. It is a little bit odd if like you can beat me once, then you get to actually fight me for the championship. Yeah. Um, but the good news is she won. The good news is that she won, and so now we're getting Becky Lynch versus Carmella at SummerSlam, which uh, the commentary team pointed out is a nice sort of full circle story because Carmella was uh, most directly feuding with Becky when she first won the Money in the Bank. I think that like Becky was the person that was closest to winning it. Ah, uh, yeah. When old Jimbo pushed her off and stole the briefcase yeah uh we had i guess plot development for james ellsworth as well yeah did you see yeah, this i do kind of want to get into this a little bit did you did you do some research into his history with aj styles do you know about all this oh yeah absolutely yeah he, okay. he had like a bunch of matches with him it was when aj was heel and like dean ambrose kept like putting james ellsworth in matches against aj styles and then helping him win so he had like technically ah. beaten AJ Styles three times. Did you not know any about this? Did you do some no, research? No, no. Uh, yeah, James comes out to challenge AJ for the uh, the the WWE Championship, the SmackDown Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says, "I beat you three times, AJ, and fourth times the charm." Yeah, right. So no, and you had no context me. for that. That's... No, I I assume that it was some kind of BS storyline from many years ago. Yeah, 
Uh, but go ahead and tell me about that. Yeah, uh, it wasn't quite many years ago. It was uh, prob- probably just before we started this podcast, honestly. Um, but yeah, there was there was a whole feud between AJ Styles and sort of Dean Ambrose to uh, to f- for the WWE Championship. Um, and it was shortly after James Ellsworth made his debut, in which he like he was just fed to Braun Strowman on Raw as a as like a just a jobber, um, and people kind of like got enamored with him, and so they brought him back for some other stuff, including this thing where he kind of sort of had a feud with uh, AJ Styles, and the basic premise of it was like. Dean Ambrose was was messing with AJ Styles by uh, continually making AJ Styles wrestle against James Ellsworth and then helping James win the match. Was Dean the GM? No, it was uh, it was just he was a guy, but he would be like just like cutting promos and like make like being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have him like I'll come out and fight you, and then just like sending James in in his place and stuff like that. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah, just like goofy little stuff like that, and then like getting under AJ Styles' skin by being like, well, James just beat you. Are you gonna are you gonna stand for that? Like, why don't you fight him again, kind of thing? And then he would lose again. And th- there was a whole thing where he was. I think he ended up getting some championship matches, uh, and I think lost all of those. I don't think he ever formally won the title. Um, James. James. Oh, I hope not. Himself. But yeah, that was that's his that's his history with with AJ. Now the shoe is on the other foot because now AJ Styles is the face and and James Ellsworth is the heel. Oh, James Ellsworth is a terrible heel. It's true. It's true. I can't even support that man. Uh, Paige couldn't support him either. That is true. That is very true. In fact, he, she had two words for him, and everybody thought it would be "suck it," which would have been great. Which would have been really really funny. But no, it was actually you're fired. You're fired. James Ellsworth has been fired from SmackDown Live. Yeah, uh, security dragged him out to the door. Paige mm-hmm. had him, had them put him down, and then she put him down. Interesting. What? They euthanized. Him. Yeah, they euthanized James Ellsworth. <laughs> they gave him a lethal injection. <laughs> uh, and then and then Paige kicked him out the door. Yes, literally, Lit- she quite gave literally. him a kick, and he went out the door. There he went. I'm trying to look up to see if he ever did actually win the championship. He did not. He has, however, won the uh, a 302 Pro Wrestling Tag Team Championship with Adam Ugly. Well, that's nothing. That's, a, that's not even real words that you just said at me. He is a first state championship wrestling 1CW Tag Team re- World Championship with uh, Adam Ugly and Reggie Reg. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Reg? Reggie Reg. Oh, he fought with Reggie Reg. I don't know who this Adam Ugly guy is. Oh, he was a uh, pro wrestling illustrated ranked him number 410 of the top 500 singles wrestlers in uh, the PWI 500 in 2017. Who is number 500? Uh, couldn't I it would take me far too long to look that up. Okay. Uh Probably someone we've never heard of. Probably. He also won the World Intergender Championship. So oh, that's fun. James He's Alder? apparently the current champion of that. What does that mean? He, James Ellsworth is a bad guy. Yes, the, uh, I think that's what it boils down to. Hey, the bar is back. The bar is back. They had these great uh, like faux uh, soccer jerseys on. Uh, yeah. I they, want one. I, I saw those before because when the World Cup was still happening, mm-hmm. um, the bar and uh, Rusev were in a bar together. The bar were in a bar. Isn't the bar that weird? were in a bar. Uh, they were at a bar together posting photos of them watching the World Cup, and they were wearing their bar jerseys. Really? Which is pretty cool. And I also, my partner asked me, do you think that Finn Balor is with them? And mm. I thought, maybe, but he's definitely not in these photos because he is a face, and these are a bunch of heels hanging ah, out watching soccer together. That's funny. Excuse Why? me, football. Did she, did she just assume that Finn Balor would 
would watch soccer because he's, because he's European. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. That's awfully uh, that's awfully judgmental. I know. Ireland didn't even make it to the World Cup. Why would he care? Well, I mean, Seamus cared. Well, that's true. Finn did post a, a picture of himself in a, in a Ireland jersey with a sad face at one point on ah, Instagram. Poor Finn. You know, well. Back to the James Ellsworth thing, though. Oh, for God. For a moment. This really, this really uh, grinds my gears, really gets my goat, because it really... It, it, I know this is usually your thing that you're harping on, but it's mm-hmm. a, it's a slap in the face to Oscar to say like we brought back James Ellsworth for yes. basically four weeks yes. just to you know in canon allow Carmella to to beat Oscar and now Oscar is just like working like mid card matches against the Iconics which yeah like, it sucks. don't get me wrong love the Iconics I was, I just you know. And like it's also great that Becky Lynch is like feuding for the championship, but like why I it it is dumb that Oscar is not a part of that 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 story anymore. I agree. I feel like they're maybe giving Oscar a little bit of a break. Yeah, I mean maybe that's the thing. She has worked very hard. She maybe her shirts very, aren't selling that well. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe they just don't feel like the characters working on the on the main roster. Her designs aren't that great. I did like the new one. There's yeah, like a newish right. one with the oh oh it has uh some Japanese characters on it. And yeah. so I was afraid to buy it because I can't read Japanese. Yeah. They all say Asuka suck it. <laughs> and, and you just can't have that. It says, My name's Asuka and I have two words for you. Suck it. That's yeah. It's a lot of Japanese. There's a lot of characters. <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of it. a lengthy it's kind of a lengthy shirt. It's a very long shirt. It's a tall tee. Uh suck it. And also no one is ready for Asuka. <laughs> Except also, for Charlotte one Flair. One more time, suck it, <laughs> and you're fired. And you're fired. <laughs> it's a it's a very tall tee. Anyway, it's dumb. I'm mad at Ellsworth, but well, I'm glad I'm glad well, that now he no he's longer fired. Works there, so Paige That's told fun. him to suck it and to get out of the building, and then That's they true. killed him. True, and now That's Carmella the, has to face Becky one on one. The story of James Ellsworth. That is true. Um, we got kind of a lot of SummerSlam matches that got made official this week. We had Becky versus Carmella. Mm-hmm. We had Roman versus Brock, which we yeah. already discussed. Um, but uh, the the whole segment with Paige and AJ Styles was to determine who AJ Styles was going to be fighting at SummerSlam. Yeah, how did this go down? This I couldn't really tell in the YouTube cut. Yeah, so basically um, there, was, there was supposed to be a contract signing uh, ceremony. There was a contract in the ring, and uh, Paige had it. AJ Styles came out, signed it, and then Paige was kind of like, drum roll, please. I'm going to announce who your opponent is. That's when James Ellsworth comes out. Yeah. She gets distracted, has to, like, cart him away and kick him out of the building and euthanize him and all that kind of stuff. AJ Styles is just kind of left sitting in the ring, like, wondering what's going on. Lo and behold, who should appear but none other than my favorite bad boy and yours, Samoa Samoa Joe. Joe. And he comes out and he puts puts AJ Styles in a coquina clutch. He hurts him real bad. And then he signs the contract and says, yeah. I am facing you at SummerSlam. And then he picks up a whole table and throws it on top of him, which... I missed that. It, the table looked like it was very heavy, and I don't think it felt very good. That's that's neither here nor there. So my question is, was it supposed to be Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. or did he take advantage or of the situation? Or did Samoa Joe just see a blank contract and go, ha Good right. thing I've, I always, I'm always lurking under the ring. No, that, that's what I'm asking. Was, was Paige supposed to be announcing, like, somebody else? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy, uh, you know, the other guy, Randy Orton, <laughs> they're uh, feuding for some fucking reason. Yeah. Well, the other thing that was weird is that, uh, Rusev and, uh, it, uh, Andrade Cien Almas had a match earlier in the, in the evening and it was sort of, sort of to say like, we both just had really good matches with AJ Styles. Who of us deserves to face AJ Styles at SummerSlam? Yeah. And that ended up like not being relevant at all. But to answer your question, uh, 
it was planned for it to be Samojo. They had a backstage segment later where Paige was basically like kind of accosting Samojo, and she was like, you know, I know she was like, I gave you the match, and I told you you could have this, but it wasn't supposed to go down like this, like blah blah blah. You sort of like violated the rules, kind of thing. And Samojo was just like rah rah rah. Put, put her in the coquina clutch. He put her in the coquina clutch, and no, he didn't do that. I I kind of I prefer the idea of him just being like. Before the announcement was made, he saw the contract and he was like, no, I'm going to sign it. I'm going to fight AJ Styles. I don't care who you were about to announce. Yeah. I've signed the contract. Now it's a contract. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. And I also like the fiction of like a, a you know, piece of paper with 72 point font AJ Styles versus <laughs> blank at SummerSlam is like a binding document in the oh, fiction of WWE. I love it. The other match that we got decided for sure was, uh, was Seth versus Dolph at SummerSlam for the Intercontinental Championship. I don't know if you caught that as well. I did catch that. I wasn't very interested because I'm... You know who is interested? Two thumbs pointing at this guy. Because I like... James (laughs) Woods? Yeah, I'm sure James Woods is fucking thrilled about it. Uh, No, I mean, it's going to be a really good match. I hope they put on some kind of like stipulation because for them to go from an Iron Man match to just like a regular old match is like kind of a letdown. But but they got time to, to build that story. The other thing that I had mentioned was Almas versus Rusev. Ah, yes. Uh, talk about a jobber. Other, yeah, some other plot developments there. <laughs> calling Rusev a jobber now? <laughs> I mean, as much as I like Rusev, he totally is. No, man. This was a, this was a perfectly reasonable way for someone to lose a match. He thought his wife was was brutally injured. I don't think he thought that. He he looked over and saw that she was knocked over, and he was kind of like, Aiden, this is my match. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, listen, the acting is not great, but... The we are led to believe that he is deeply concerned for his for the love of his life. Talk about bad acting. There was a promo afterwards. Yeah. Uh, oh, I La- thought this was good. Lana just did not use the accent. Well, yeah, she doesn't have the accent anymore. It's fine. I think I think she does. I think the thing is, is that she says Rusev with with an accent because it is like a like Russian word. She says a few words with the accent, but she was yelling at Aiden English during this promo, and she completely dropped the accent while she was yelling. I think I think it's like a bell curve kind of thing. Is like like she says a Russian word like Rusev or a, or a, I don't know Eastern European word, and it makes and up like, for all well, the no. It's it's like she has to like ramp into the accent, right. and then she has to ramp out to it. So all the words around it start to have like a twinge of of the Russian accent to it. But she is just speaking with an American accent now. Is she? Yeah, I th- yeah, that's like that, that's I think she's just bad at it. I think I she's know. just bad at her job. We'll never know because they'll never just be like, "Oh yeah, this is what the fuck is going on right now." That would be really funny though if, like, at some point, Aiden is just like, "Wait a minute, what what's going on with your voice?" No. <laughs> they did that with Kofi at one point. Or if Rusev was. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought I thought I knew you, Lana, but now I don't understand you. Uh, they did that with Kofi at one point because, like, when his character debuted, he was supposed to be Jamaican, mm-hmm. and then at some point he just dropped the accent. And at some point, when someone's like, "Wait a minute, weren't you Jamaican at one point?" <laughs> it was good. It was a good little bit. That is very good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- this little so so what happened in the match was that uh, was that Lana was coming out to support uh, Rusev, her hubby. Um, Zelina Vega was coming out to support Andrade Cien Almas, her client, and the two of them sort of got into it uh, on on outside of the ring. Um, uh, Zelina hit Lana, and then Lana attacked Zelina, and then uh, to to try and calm this conflict, Aiden English came uh, gallivanting out to the ring. Really was. 
a, a gallivant. He is just all legs and arms. That yeah. Man. It looks really crazy when he runs. Anyway, he came out to stop this this, this little fight, this little spat, um, and then he inadvertently ends up bumping into Lana and knocking her down uh, in what was some pretty poor acting. Rusev is very concerned. Andrade almost hits the hammerlock DT and gets the pin uh, and gets the win over yep. Rusev because he was distracted. So then afterwards, we have this promo. Aiden and Lana are fighting. Lana is mad at Aiden. Aiden is like, I'm just trying to help. I was just trying to help. It looked like you guys were in trouble. And then Rusev, this was the interesting part. He comes out and says, well, maybe I'm better off without either of you. Divorce. Divorce. From Aiden. From Aiden. There's there's betrayal, there's friendship, there's romance, there's divorce. This is absolutely the most interesting thing that is happening in the WWE right now. What if Lana is going to turn out to have like a secret baby or something? With Aiden? With Aiden! With ah! the Miz? With the Miz? What if Rusev has an evil twin? Boris Rusev. <laughs> Alexander and Boris Rusev. Is, is Rusev's first name Alexander? Yeah, Alexander Rusev. Is that his character's name, or I is think that it's his like his real name? name? I don't. I think his his uh, actual name is beyond my comprehension of how to pronounce. I thought Rusev. I didn't realize Rusev was his last name. I guess. Oh yeah, everybody loses their names. Oh, it's no, it's I safe know. to assume that someone has has a one, you know, a one name name that they had a different name at some point. Remember Elias Sampson. Remember Elias Sampson. Remember Antonio Cesaro. I don't remember Seamus O'Houlihan. Ooh, that's rough. No, it was just shameless. I remember Apollo Cruz. His actual name is Miroslav Barnyashev. I don't think that's it. That is that is Alexander Rusev's actual name. I mean, I don't think you did it right. Well, okay, yes, that is absolutely true. Uh, let me take a look here. Take take a stab at it. Take, take oh, your well, best I mean, it. they have the Bulgarian pronunciation right there next to it. Could you not? Oh, yeah, no, I don't fucking read <laughs> Cyrillic. <laughs> Ah, what a can't read Japanese characters. Definitely can read Cyrillic characters. Uh, Mir- Miroslav. Mm, that's ah, good. That's good. It's a good name. Uh so Rusev. He's got a. He's got a first name too. Yes. What did you say? Alexander. Alexander, Alexander Rusev. Oh, I see. He's yeah. also wrestled in like a loincloth, which was fun. He also had a ring name that was Miroslav Marakov, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. That is true. We can't go down this hole, though. I mean, there's lots of there's lots of things that we could find about Rusev. He's a, he's a very wonderful, interesting person. Lots of Rusev holes to go down. Lots of Rusev holes to dive into. Uh, two more big things to talk about on Raw, I believe. Yes. One on is Raw? on SmackDown. On SmackDown. You know, let's go. Let's pop back over to Raw real quick. Sure. You gotta uh, <laughs> SmackDown. Randy Orton revealed why he is beating up Jeff Hardy. And I still Randy Orton don't revealed really understand why he it. put his fingers in Jeff Hardy's ears. I thought this was a really good promo. I didn't. I. I. I didn't really understand it. It's definitely a Randy Orton heel turn. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hard, hard yeah. heel turn. I mean, but he basically said that he's angry at the WWE universe because he's been around, and other guys haven't. But he. Um, that's all I got. Yep. I mean, that's more or less it. It's a kind of a classic, uh, classic sort of, I don't know, stereotype of a promo of like, you know, you're more interested in this new hot shit than you are in me, and I've been here for years, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But the the interesting, like, sort of wrinkle to it is that he's playing on the legend killer character that he played for a long time. So 
when Randy Orton first joined WWE, he was kind of lauded as like the new hot shit, and he was going to take down people like you know, like like the old guard, um, like even guys like like Ric Flair and Triple H and stuff like that, and Shawn Michaels, because those guys were kind of still working a lot when when he was around, and that was his whole thing. Is for a while he was like he was like trying to end people's careers. That was like his his whole thing, and he would do this thing called the punt, where he would just like oh yeah, kick somebody square in the dome and basically be like, I'm going to actually try and kill you and end your career um and it was you know specifically people that had been around for a long time and he was this new upstart guy now basically what he's saying is i am the legend and all you guys are interested in is like these people that do flips and tricks and all that kind of stuff um and so in fact you the fans are now the legend killers and you're trying to kill my legend and my legacy uh which i i I heard mixed reviews of it. I'm here for it. I think it's an interesting little little just, story to tell. I just cannot care about Randy Orton. You know what? It's not him being racist. So well, in, in some sense, it's an upgrade. So he's just feuding with Jeff Hardy, not even well, Shinsuke. Yeah, and that's the weird thing, too, is like Jeff Hardy has been around for longer than Randy Orton. And so he's like, now like all you care about is these like these these young high flyers. Well, and so I'm going to beat up this old man. Well... <laughs> He also mentioned that like guys who just show up for WrestleMania and sure, stuff like yeah. that. So I feel like he was kind of get some nice digs in it, you know, at, right. at the Brock Lesnar's of the world. Yeah, uh, and I feel like he was kind of referencing the uh, Hardy Boys there, where they just kind of showed back up and they were immediately just skyrocketed because yeah, they're the true. Hardy Boys. That's a, that's that's a very good point. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm not really. I don't think like him versus Jeff Hardy is going to be particularly intriguing, but. Him versus Shinsuke could be kind of cool. And that's the other weird part of this is, like, like Shinsuke cut a promo that was, like, talking shit about Randy Orton this week. But, like, but, but why? I mean, Randy Orton hasn't done anything to him. If anything, he's kind of, like, taking care of his light work. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know if this is going to be, like, a, a, a triple threat feud kind of thing. Yeah, it Shinsuke is in, like, this weird place where he has a title now, but he's just kind of got nobody to fight yeah right he's got he's got no immediate challenger what they need to do is just make rusev a face and then have rusev feud with shinsuke oh i'd like that right that'd be good lots of lots of good strong kicks from those lads it'd be great uh the other thing worth mentioning is that the miz threw mm. a baby at daniel bryan he threw his own child a baby at daniel bryan at first, I was like, "This is a little much WWE." <laughs> I thought it was fucking. But great. but then immediately, I was like, "Nah, I, I get it. I'm here for it." Oh my gosh, it was so good. So uh, so Miz and Maurice were were at SmackDown this week um, to to host a premiere party for Miz and Mrs. their their new reality show, which premiered on USA, which you Tuesday, watched, which I did watch, and I would highly encourage everybody watch. It was an absolute delight okay the highlight of of the show uh was in the first episode um man there's there's a lot of good parts of this show the there's two things that happen the first thing is that they have and they've talked about this in the commercials but there's this whole thing where maurice is doing a photo shoot for um for like the fact that she's having a baby and they're like posting some pictures and stuff like that fun fun little thing um miz is supposed to be like flying in to come be a part of the photo shoot and he's like literally like getting off the plane, getting in a car, and going to the shoot kind of thing. So he's on his way there, and he has, like, bad cell reception, so he can't hear what she's saying on the phone, but she hears him say that it's a nude photo shoot. So yeah. he shows up at the photo shoot, and he goes into the dressing room and takes off all of his clothes, and then and then he comes back out, and just, like, everybody that is on the set, like, just starts laughing because it's it's hilarious. 
the of course the what it was supposed to be is like a like an implied nude photo shoot which is basically where everybody's wearing clothes but it looks like they're they're naked so he was supposed to have some kind of like underwear on or something right like that. they don't so have shirts his, on or whatever so that as he referred to it big mike was not just hanging out there in, in the wind ah okay yeah so that was really funny the other thing was they were they were uh, backstage at an episode of raw i think it was like the raw 25 episode or something like that maurice is very very pregnant at this point and she's like doing an interview with Renee and she starts to feel like like what feels like contractions. And so she's like, I'm going to go like I'm going to end this interview and I'm going to go like sit down. Uh, Renee is kind of like, oh, this seems big. I should probably go get the Miz and let him know what's going on. She finds Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil takes this and says, holy shit, Maurice is having a baby right now. And so he then like oh, good. runs around the arena, finds Miz and, and, and is like, Miz, you're going to be a dad today. <laughs> And like Miz is then frantically running around trying to find Maurice and he finds her just like at a table with a bunch of people eating a cookie. And he was like, he expected to see like ambulances and like her laid up on the table uh, and all this kind of stuff. How much of this was canned? Uh, I, the, the nude thing seemed very canned, Sure, but the pregnancy almost thing seemed very real. I could, I feel like that would be more real because I could believe Titus fucking that right, up. Right, right. It's very, very believable. It seemed, it seemed good. The, those two, Miz and Maurice, though, are just extra, like, they're really funny. They have, like, very good, like, natural comedic timing and stuff. Yeah, like I gotta that. watch this. Yeah. It's also fun because they are, like, they're sticking with, like, like, I mean, they're definitely being like nicer than their characters are uh, on WWE television because right. you know you're supposed to like them. They're the main characters, but they are sticking with like kind of being celebrities and like there's a lot of breaking of the fourth wall. If they will like yell at the boom operator for like getting the boom too close to them and stuff like nice. that, it's it's very fun. Okay, it's, like, it's a good. One. I'll, I'll probably check this out. Would recommend, highly recommend. But the Miz threw a baby. But the Miz and threw Brian. a baby. He threw his beloved Monroe Sky. At Daniel Bryan. Bryan. It was it was a it was a horrific moment for everybody. So they they came out to this premiere party and just before they came out on stage, uh, they had Monroe with them and they were like trying to find someone to watch her and then they deemed that nobody was worthy of watching uh, watching Monroe. Naturally. So naturally, Miz puts on a baby Bjorn, straps Monroe in and says, "You're coming out, you're going to make your debut tonight as well." Uh, to the WWE universe. So Miz and Maurice come out to the ring. They one of <laughs> Miz is wearing a baby Bjorn with a baby in it. Um, they're cutting. They're you know talking some stuff, and then they uh, were gonna play a a highlight reel of the Miz to hype up the new show. Uh, turns out Daniel Bryan has somehow mastered iMovie and has hacked uh, the the TV truck and played his own little little Miz highlight reel. This did not make the YouTube cut. Oh, it was very good. It was very, it was just a lot of like mm. Miz has done a lot of embarrassing things in his illustrious WWE career, and it was just all of that stuff. He even like threw in a couple like botched promos and stuff like that, where oh, it was no. just like Miz like tripping over his words. It was that was actually Mike Mizanian tripping over. Yeah, his exactly, words. exactly. It, like it was not an intentional flub or anything like that. Um, it was very, very good. Lots of the Miz wearing fedoras. Uh, it was very, very good. His Bray Wyatt face. Exactly. Uh, so then uh, they cut back to Miz and Maurice, and they're like, that was not what was supposed to happen. And then Daniel Bryan appears on the Jumbotron, and he's just he's just yucking it up. And he's like, I got you. Um, he then ends up like coming out to the ring. He uh, is, is kind of like... I, I don't know he he like it was weird because he was like stepping to the miz but obviously the miz has a baby on yeah. so he wasn't gonna just like kick him in the teeth or anything right. like that 
Uh, this has a baby on. Literally, <laughs> he's wearing he a baby. He's wearing a baby. That's it's what true. a baby Bjorn is. Um, so anyway, uh, the Miz then uh, you know decide realizes that Daniel Bryan is not going to not going to actually attack him and decides he will get a one up on him and he throws his child at Daniel Bryan knowing that Daniel Bryan, father of the year, is going to catch that baby and he did. He did very skillfully. But then Miz promptly kicked him in the teeth because it turns out the baby was a doll all along. It was a fake baby. It was there a fake is no baby. Monroe Sky. They never had a baby. They never had a child. It was all a ruse. Wow. Maurice was just wearing a fat suit for the for the for what the if? show. That would be pretty. That'd incredible. be an incredible just long play. Oh yeah. Wow. I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna all all just to get Daniel Bryan in the end, just so that they could have this moment. That'd be a hell of a thing. It'd be a thing. I really think that this feud should end in a dad off. And I really just want to mm. see like who can change diapers faster, who can like get a a bottle to the appropriate temperature. So you want quicker. like the the Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley kind of army, precisely. Uh, what was it called? The um, I don't the know, obstacle like, course boot camp drill or yeah. simulation or whatever. But I just want Daniel Bryan and the Miz seeing who can be the better dad. That's what it, that's that's what I want this come up. I feel to like be. it's the Miz, man. He's he does seem like he's a good dad. But I mean, so does Daniel Bryan. No disrespect, but like, he seems like he's a good dad. It seems like he really cares. He cares. They so the, in in episode one of Ms. and Mrs. Uh, Monroe has not arrived uh, to the world yet, but they do have a, a whole gaggle of dogs, and he he cares a lot about those dogs and is very kind to them. And if he's, I would watch a series about the Miz hanging out with dogs, right? If the Miz is as good to his child as he is to his dogs, that is going to be one happy kiddo. That's all I can say. And with that, I think we can uh, we can effectively wrap up this show. We've covered all all the things, all of the daddy issues, all of the all of the championships, <laughs> uh, all of all, all of the the, the, the plot developments. Uh, thank you for joining us this week and every week. We really appreciate your listenership. Uh, if you would like to continue interacting with us outside of this episode of the podcast, you can find us on the internet. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BlindTagCast. You can also find us at our website, BlindTagCast.com. Um, we also want to thank uh, Small Parks for letting us use their song, Restless, as our internet music. We really appreciate it. And with that, my name is Matt Raddick, and I have been your face. My name is Rondo Volano. I have been your heel. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, and happy Rusev Day. Cause you're falling in love when you shouldn't be And you'll run out of excuses When the one you love's not with you Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well done. <laughs> <laughs>